Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Brought to you by Quantic, the revolutionary mobile-first business school that seeks ambition, not just your tuition. Selective admissions ensure you learn alongside students and alumni from around the world who match your potential. Hear their stories and learn about the modern MBA at quantic.edu wired. How NASA built a self-driving car for its next Mars mission. It's hard enough to get an autonomous vehicle to work on Earth. It's even harder on another planet. By Daniel Oberhaus. Later this month, NASA is expected to launch its latest Mars rover, Perseverance, on a first-of-its-kind mission to the Red Planet. Its job is to collect and store geological samples so they can eventually be returned to Earth. Perseverance will spend its days poking the Jezero Crater, an ancient Martian river delta, and the samples it collects may contain the first evidence of extraterrestrial life. But first, it has to find them. For that, it needs some damn good computers. At least by Martian standards. Perseverance is significantly more autonomous than any of NASA's previous four rovers and is designed to be what Philip Twu, a robotic system engineer at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, calls a self-driving car on Mars. Like the ones on Earth, Perseverance will navigate using an array of sensors feeding data to machine vision algorithms. But whereas terrestrial autonomous vehicles are packed with the best computers money can buy, The main computer on Perseverance is about as fast as a high-end PC, from 1997. The only way Perseverance's pokey brain is able to handle all this autonomous driving is because NASA gave it a second computer that acts like a robotic driver. On previous rovers, the navigation software had to share limited computing resources with all the other systems. So to get from one point to another, the rover would take a picture to get a sense of its surroundings, drive a little, then stop for a few minutes to figure out its next move. But since Perseverance can offload many of its visual navigation processes to a dedicated computer, it won't have to take this stop-and-go approach to Martian exploration. Instead, its main computer can figure out how to get Perseverance where it's supposed to go, and its machine vision computer can make sure it doesn't hit any rocks on the way. We're moving closer and closer to being able to continuously drive and think, Twu says. 
Autonomy is critical for Perseverance's mission. The distance between Earth and Mars is so large that it can take a radio signal traveling at the speed of light up to 22 minutes to make a one-way trip. The long delay makes it impossible to control a rover in real time, and waiting nearly an hour for a command to make a round trip between Mars and the Earth isn't practical either. Perseverance has a packed schedule. It needs to drop off a small helicopter for flight tests, then collect dozens of rock samples and find a place on the surface to store them. A later mission will bring the cache back to Earth so it can be studied for signs of life. If the rover has any hope of accomplishing all of this in the year allotted for its primary mission, it has to be able to make a lot of navigation decisions by itself. Terrestrial autonomous vehicles typically use lasers to determine where an object is and how far away it might be. But these LiDAR systems are bulky, energy-hungry, and prone to mechanical failure. Instead, Perseverance will use stereo vision and visual odometry to figure out where it is on the red planet. Stereo vision combines two images from a left camera and a right camera to create a 3D picture of the rover's surroundings while visual odometry software analyzes images separated in time to estimate how far the rover has moved. We were concerned about the mechanical reliability of LIDAR for a space mission, says Larry Matthies, a senior research scientist and supervisor of the Computer Vision Group at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. We started using stereo vision for 3D perception at JPL decades ago, when LIDARs were far less mature, and it's worked out pretty well. Matthews has helped build the visual navigation systems for every rover that's ever gone to Mars. Aside from Sojourner, NASA's first rover on the Red Planet, all of its mobile explorers have used a combination of stereo vision and visual odometry to get around. But what makes Perseverance special is that it has dedicated hardware and a suite of fancy new algorithms for machine vision. Perseverance's new digital glasses will allow it to autonomously navigate its surroundings several times faster than its predecessors which means the rover has more time to focus on its main scientific objectives. Still, it will take Perseverance a full day to drive the same distance a sloth can cover in an hour. But compared to NASA's previous Mars rovers, Perseverance is a hot rod. The longest drive that any Martian rover has ever done in a day is 219 meters, says Twu. We're able to drive around 200 meters per day, so on average, Perseverance will be hitting or exceeding the current track record for Mars rovers. It's not Perseverance's fault that it thinks slowly. Blame the radiation. Mars doesn't have a magnetic field or a thick atmosphere to shield it from the charged particles streaming from the sun, and these particles can wreak havoc on a computer. They can cause transistors to turn on and off when they're not supposed to, and if enough of these errors accumulate, they can cause a computer to crash. This could cause a loss of valuable data, or the failure of an entire mission. So engineers at NASA do everything they can to prevent crashes from happening in the first place. There are a lot of techniques to make a computer immune to radiation. For example, it's possible to add additional transistors that are harder to turn on and off, which makes them less likely to be flipped by a wayward ion. Minal Sawant, the space systems architect at Xilinx, a California technology company that designed and built the machine vision chip for Perseverance, says that the chip is radiation-hardened by design. Based on qualification tests conducted by the company, the chip shouldn't experience more than two bit-flip errors, in which an ion causes a bit of information stored in memory to change from one to zero or vice versa per year. But, generally speaking, Protecting a processor from radiation 
requires compromising its performance. This partly has to do with the design of the processor, and partly with the fact that it simply takes a long time to test a component's immunity to radiation. By the time a component is qualified, the performance of -of state-of-the-art processors has surged ahead. NASA engineers don't want to use old technology, but they do want to use technology they know will work. The type of Xilinx chip Perseverance uses has flown on several previous space missions and has nearly a decade of performance data to back it up. The U.S. space industry is traditionally very risk-averse, and there's a logic to that, says Sawant. One small error can cause a whole mission to go south, so they want to use a component that's already been to space rather than try using new technology. Reliability is key. Xilinx's machine vision computer will be running brand new vision algorithms developed by Tu, Matthies, and their colleagues at NASA. Unlike self-driving cars on Earth, Perseverance doesn't have the luxury of a bank of powerful computers in its trunk for image processing. Energy and processing power are precious resources on the Red Planet, which means the algorithms that Perseverance uses to navigate must be as lean and efficient as possible without compromising their accuracy. The algorithm can always make a mistake, even if the hardware is perfect, says Matthies. In computer vision, there are outliers that cause the algorithm to make mistakes, and so we have to overwhelm that possibility. Outliers might include a situation in which the rover can't see an object or mistakes it for something else. One solution to this problem is to feed the rover's navigation system data from other sensors, so it's not just relying on sight to get around. For example, gyroscopes and accelerometers help the rover understand the slope and roughness of the surface. The other solution is to expose the rover's algorithms to as many scenarios as possible before it launches, so there aren't any surprises when it gets to Mars. At NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, there's a large outdoor field strewn with boulders and red dirt that simulates a Martian landscape. This is the Mars Yard, and for the past few years it's served as a proving ground for the algorithms that will guide perseverance. Tu and his colleagues have regularly taken a replica of the rover out to the Mars yard and deliberately constructed scenarios that they thought would confuse the rover. For example, if the rover drove itself into a dead end, could it backtrack and try a new route? The more complicated the system is, the more types of decisions it could make, says Tu. Making sure you've covered every possible scenario that the rover might run into has been very challenging but it's by doing a lot of really hands-on tests like this that we find quirks in the algorithm. But there are only so many different ways to arrange boulders in a giant sandbox. Most tests of Perseverance's navigation algorithms were tested in virtual simulations, where the rover team threw every conceivable scenario at the rover's software to get an idea of how it would perform in those situations. This was still mostly shuffling virtual rocks around, but there wasn't really a limit to the types of landscapes and scenarios that could be modeled. Twu says this extensive testing of the visual algorithms, combined with all the sensor data pulled in by the rover, will allow Perseverance to navigate much more difficult terrain than any of the other Mars rovers. But even the most perfect simulations pale in comparison to the real thing. The rover will undergo its most high-stakes test yet when it touches down on the Red Planet next February. If all goes well, the path it plots may lead us to evidence of life beyond Earth. 
Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com slash science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.